The devil's plan was like to do this just so it all would end up with the movie Footloose. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> the 2000 version, because that one wasn't great. 2000 <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Bacon one was okay, but the other one was like, mm. Uh, this is Carol and Elise, and you're listening to And Then It Got Weird. So what happens is I prepare a topic every time and I talk to Carol and she doesn't know what it's about. I have no clue. So she's along with you. Yeah. Should I just start off? Sure. <clears throat> Bob Dylan, Keith Richards, Robert Plant, and Eric Clapton. They call Robert Johnson the most important blues singer that ever lived. Have you ever heard of Robert Johnson? No. I've actually only heard of, like, two names from the, <laughs> from the list you gave me. Are you joking? Okay, let me try again. Bob Dylan, you know Yes, him? I know him. Okay, Keith Richards. Oh, okay, three I'm names. Afraid. But I have no clue who he is, but I've heard of his name. Okay, he's the guy... <laughs> he's the rolling stones rolling stones which guy i only know the main singer oh he's he likes uh, what's it called he's uh how do you call it snort he snorted his dad's ashes holy crap all right uh robert plant nope you know what maybe people don't know so i should say that he's um he's the main singer in Led Zeppelin. Oh. I've heard of Led um, Zeppelin. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I think so. I'm sure if I hear I'm sure if I hear a song, I'll know the song, but I don't know what songs they sing. All right. Let's just move on. I'm going to ignore All right. that. All <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I'm going to make you a mixtape, Carol. <laughs> All right. Eric Clapton. Yes, I've heard Please. of him. Okay. So they consider the Robert Johnson to be the most important blues singer that ever lived. Okay, so let's start off. Who Robert Johnson was? It was in 1930. Start off, we started hearing about him in 1930s, and he was a 19-year-old man who wanted to be a blues musician. But the story says that he sucked big time. Like, he was the worst, okay? <laughs> he was really bad. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> and then suddenly, he became what people call the most important blues singer that ever lived. How? How did this poor, young Mississippian come by his formidable abilities? How? Well, of course, he sold his soul to the devil at the crossroads. And that is how we start off. Okay. <laughs> and this is still the uh, 1930s when he got popular. Yeah, 1930. Yep. Um, and actually, his first big recording came out in at the same time that Jimi Hendrix came out in the 1960s. Just he became famous, let's say, post mortem. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've heard uh, the story of Faust. No. Okay. You know what? Let me just let me <laughs> backtrack for you. Jesus Christ, man. I don't know anything. <laughs> you don't know anything. 
Now you're like making me freaking Wikipedia people. <laughs> I need to find like a really quick like scholarly source. Yes. Wikipedia. Wikipedia. It's not like anybody can just go in and like change it. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's just full of facts. <laughs> full of facts. So it's a classic German legend. Uh, the protagonist is called Faust. And it's about the gist is that he's uh, dissatisfied but highly suspe- successful person. And uh, he wants to acquire unlimited knowledge and worldly pleasures. So he decides to make a pact with the devil at a crossroads. You know, seems to mm-hmm. be an ongoing theme. And, uh, and Robert, Pl- uh, Robert Plant's <laughs> <laughs> and Robert Johnson's story is kind of like a real life Faustian story. So like I said... <clears throat> It was in 1930, and Robert Johnson was 19 years old. And it is told that, you know, he was hanging out at a juke joint at the time. He this he dared to pick up one of the musicians' guitars, and he went and he's to, to the stage, and he started to play his own stuff. But allegedly, he was so lousy that the audience begged him to be silenced. Ooh. So the club owners tossed him out of the juke joint, and... This was the last time that anyone heard of him because he disappeared without a trace. But that is until one year later. Where as told by, by uh, Sun House, he was a, a prominent blues musician at the time. He, has, uh, he tells that, um, as I said, one year after this, he walked in, Robert Johnson, he walked into the juke joint again with a guitar case strapped to his back and other musicians pointed at him they started to laugh like oh look they called him little robert he's back because they recognized him as a young man that had been kicked out a year before and all of a sudden he's looking really confident and he just starts to take out his guitar and they asked him i'm gonna send you the thing so it's someone else now where are you going with that thing to annoy somebody to death again but then they noticed that Jones's guitar, which looked like a regular six-string guitar, was a little bit different because it actually have, had a seventh string fitted in there. Mm. And then another surprise came by when he started to play with this insane skill. They were all surprised. You know, everybody was floored because they all remembered how he was horrible before. And he was actually using a technique that they had never seen before. It was he was strumming the chords rapidly, almost like one would a piano, but like a piano duet, because there was a sound of an extra third hand on it. Allegedly. Oh wow. So I went actually um, online and I checked. Uh, one of his recordings that he has. And I am not an experienced blues musician or any musician at all. <laughs> so <laughs> I I just, I can tell that it's it's kind of like, um, yeah, as I said, it's very um, fast. Uh, it's a really fast technique. And that's what they're describing. Maybe I need to cut that out because I just sound lame. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
And you can find the recording online if you're curious. Um, so the question becomes, how could he just become so good like that? Mm -hmm. And considering that blues was the type of music that was allegedly, you know, it, it was considered as leading good men and women astray. Ah, uh, yes. Like footloose type. Yeah. <laughs> They would go, except, okay, well, those were, like, just all whites. <laughs> oh, yeah. I okay, forgot about that. <laughs> oh, Wait, so okay. is this mm -hmm. part getting cut out? <laughs> I don't know. Because I have another question. Go ahead. Um, wait, what was the guy's name? Robert Johnson? Yeah. Was he white? <laughs> no, actually, he was black. And this oh, okay. does matter. Okay. When I first uh, started, when I first came up with this story, I didn't, in my mind, I never thought, I never considered um, the race. Yeah. Yeah. And then I read the stuff and then just kind of makes more sense because the fact that he's black. Mm -hmm. Although it could be that he's white because suddenly a white person started to play blues better would be suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I might cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so it, it, it does matter. Good question. Mm -hmm. uh, so, as I said, you know, blues was considered, you know, a music, a type of music that would make people do bad things, like go dance and drink till late at night. <laughs> late at night. Mm -hmm. And uh, they would go and do all things like dance together and drink and have primateral sex and stuff like that. <sighs> scandalous. Sca totally scandalous. And there was only one entity that could be overlooking this. Obviously, it is the... Devil. Devil. Very good. Yeah. So because of this, that he has suddenly this tremendous skill, and people thought that, um, hey, it's a blues music, and... It's the devil's music, and suddenly he got really good at this. Um, the rumor started that one day, uh, he, Johnson, decided to take his guitar to a crossroads at night. And at that time, the devil himself appeared to him, took the guitar, tuned it himself, played a few songs, and then returned his upgraded guitar to Johnson along with the mastery of it. Mm, makes sense. And now, mm -hmm. yes, totally. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like, should I approach this with like a, no, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead. Now, it's you, it's you. It's like, that's not my opinion. <laughs> um, and now, he would be able to follow his dreams of becoming a great blues musician. And when these rumors started, actually, he leaned into it. Pretty much contributed to this connection of him and the devil. He recorded songs such as Crossroad Blues, Hellhound on My Trail, mm. Me and... <laughs> it was really on the nose. Me and the Devil Blues. <laughs> I mean, it's good marketing. <laughs> yep. And up jumped the devil. Uh... So actually what he seems to have been doing was, uh, and that this is a part that's really impressive, 
that was really impressive to everyone is that he was playing uh, the bass line. It says on low strings, rhythm on the middle strings, and then lead on the treble strings. All disjointed and all of this at the same time while he was singing. Wow. That's so it's like crazy. I mean, I barely understand what that what that means, but that's like <laughs> three different, uh, I guess, I don't know the words. Not melody, because melody is just like one of them, but like three different layers of music at the same time. Yeah, he was, uh, that's what they said, like, oh, it's like he has three hands, you know? Yeah. No. <clears throat> Actually, um, there are claims for at least like a dozen places that they say the crossroads was at mm -hmm. and this is where uh, these places and they take their guitar as well they take pictures there and it seems that the one that seems to be accepted as the one in the story is um, in Mississippi is um, Dockery Plantation um, there is where this large <laughs> it's, it's described as a large black man uh, who is the devil that's where he appeared to him to give him uh, the gift of playing music at this amazing scale level for the return of his soul why is the devil black i don't make the story <laughs> <laughs> Just, so but then again at least you know they're not doing the whole like a white devil created blues <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> it's like um what's it called that movie okay yeah let me, um, let me just say back something. to the future that one? Oh, see there's more than that's another one. Oh, like okay he, he talks to i think uh what's it called he calls chubby checker's cousin or something chuck 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 berry's Barry, cousin yeah calls him chuck berry the cousin calls chuck berry he's like listen to this and it's trying to be good playing by my guy <laughs> by michael j fox <laughs> <laughs> What was your example? Uh, yeah. Um, the movie La La Land. Never I have lots it. of issues with this movie. He's He has your um, the Scorpio guy, just like you, uh, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that we discovered you share with who? Uh, Picasso. Yeah. Uh, Picasso. And other people, prominent people, like Ryan Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know if you've seen that movie, La La Land. I haven't. Okay. Well, if you're, if you don't know anything, <laughs> I can't even start this off. So, you know, okay, my husband has never seen a musical, okay? Hot take, so hot take. No, no, he hasn't. No, I'm saying hot take <laughs> about your opinion on La La Land. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. So people really loved that movie in some places. Um but, okay, so let, let me just start off, okay? So, my husband, he's here, so I'm just gonna... I'm keeping it low. Like, <laughs> yeah. He has never seen a musical, okay? He thought it's really good. There. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, it's like a musical, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, no, it ain't. <laughs> Are you serious? I mean, apart, I know there's, like, issues with the whole, like, music thing, right? Um, yep. how was the singing itself? Because they're both actors, right? Yeah, I just think there's like, there's, it was not bad. 
Nesila can be a movie critic now. <laughs> um, we're putting on many hats here. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, I I just think that there's people that can sing and dance that have an actual musical background that could have done this also I see I mean there's so many let's just take New York there's so many like you know they call like starving artists but there are I mean there's people Mm -hmm. that are there yeah I mean their dream is to be like on Broadway or like in musical theater and stuff like that yeah and you could just take any of these people that want to be famous, not because of a, because they love the art, you know. I'm sure mm-hmm. they love their art too. I'm just saying, like they, they like acting. They're not in it for like music. I'm just saying these days. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea if they actually have a musical background, but if I think they don't, then that just tells you a lot. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're, because you don't have a musical background, so if you can tell, because <laughs> yeah, if you're the same as me or worse. <laughs> I like how I'm like totally tone deaf and I'm just putting myself on the same level. <laughs> Ooh, okay. So, yeah, in the movie, um, it's something that I, when I watched it, I was like, it's kind of, there's, you know, it's about jazz. It's, it's jazz music. And mm-hmm. so, like, there's Ryan Gosling and he's playing a piano, like jazz piano. And it's a black guy. And he's like telling him what to do, kind of like what it feels like and why the blues is good, or something like that. I don't remember verbatim, but it was like that vibe. And I was like, this one doesn't sit right with me. <laughs> Wait, so Ryan Gosling was telling the other person what to do? The black musician. Yeah, he was like teaching him like why jazz is I good. See. And I'm like, well, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if uh, <laughs> it checks out. And just in general, it's just really kind of like, Mm. the dancing isn't great it just you i could i mean it doesn't i've seen people that are professionals <laughs> at dancing and singing and they just do better i can tell they're doing like a really great job but you know yeah if you've seen chicago like Catherine zeta jones and renee zellweger um, yeah they do like such a good job mm-hmm. comparatively like, you know what I mean? If I compare that, yeah, and it's not like that. Um, this again coming from someone, at least me, I'm very ignorant, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll stick to my opinions. So, what do you think? Do you think he got these powers from the devil? Um, I don't, I wonder, I wonder what the devil's end goal would be in teaching a person. <laughs> To have mad skills like the guitar. <laughs> the end game? Like, what yeah. is the devil's end game? Yeah. Like, what's the chess, what's the chess, like, movements where, like, oh my God. that leads to, like, something bad, you know? Okay, I got it. You know, I had never really thought about this, and you made me think about this. All right, so remember the blues is, like, the devil's music? Uh-huh. Wouldn't this lead people to sin? Oh, so more premarital sex? Yes. <laughs> <gasps> what if all of this, the devil's plan, was like to do this just so it all would end up with the movie Footloose? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> the 2000 version, because that one wasn't great. 2000 version. <laughs> 
Kevin Bacon one was okay, but the other one was like, mm. <laughs> oh, okay. You know what? You know, have you heard the whole seven degrees of Kevin Bacon thing? Um, is that kind of like, no, I don't. I'm not even going to try. I'm not even going to try. Just tell me. <laughs> so the whole thing is that apparently everybody can connect to Kevin Bacon like taking, you know, seven steps and within seven steps, connect mm-hmm. yourself to that, you know. Mm-hmm. How does that work? It's kind of like, you know, somebody that did this with somebody and that person, whatever, with the other person and then the other person has a connection with this and then you end up to Kevin Bacon in seven connections. Like knowing someone? Yeah. That's or like, like have, everyone in the world. Like you, you can connect with anybody in the world? Yeah. Really? Yeah. How do you connect to Kim Jong-un? Just so, tell me out here. <laughs> my, I don't think I even want to get into this, but I think I can probably get there. <laughs> so the thing is, actually, I have a connection. Oh, snap. I arrived there in lesson seven. I never really thought about this. Okay. Okay. The am I gonna like lead myself? Like I'm gonna dox myself. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna say the school that I went to. This probably just gives it away. The school, the high school that I went to. Mm-hmm. It was a high school that Frankie Muniz's sister went to. Okay. Frankie Muniz was in Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. He was from the same town that my high school was in. Mm-hmm. Okay. So his sister went to my high school. And. Okay, so me, Frankie Muniz's sister. Frankie Muniz did a movie with Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I That's see. It. So I have my connection right there. I can ask him what he thinks about the 2000 version. <laughs> oh, let's have him on the podcast, Kevin Bacon. Wow. <laughs> That's going to happen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, Kevin Bacon, <laughs> what do you think about our take on uh, La La Land? With your background in uh, music and, uh, well, the experience that you had in doing a movie with a musical, uh, what's it called, um, background. And uh, what do you think of the Footloose version 2000? And by the way, just throwing that in there. Oh, no, I already asked about La La Land. Um, you just want to, like, shit on La La Land. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kevin Bacon, if you're listening. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, Okay. I just got really off track. Um, oh, did you know the thing about Frankie Muniz? I didn't know that he had uh, some connection to our um, high school town. Yeah. Yeah. He was from there. Um, um, anyway, so this all started with what I think, <laughs> if it was possible <laughs> or not. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, so that's it. That's the devil's end game, right? Um, and I think like this is just this story is reminding me also um, there was this virtuosic is that, that's how you say it violinist virtuoso called, yeah called Paganini yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and he was yeah, also okay. like people would say that he made some pact with the devil because the way he played was just like unbelievable mm-hmm. and um, he also kind of like leaned into that whole aspect. A little bit like he never straight up said no um mm-hmm. so that was like another instance where 
where someone just like is really like um great at playing their instrument i was trying to find like an, the other word was like at the tip of my tongue but i can't sound smart right now because my brain's not working uh, <laughs> so yeah mm-hmm I think I remember hearing something about this and you told me and you told me about how the violin bars that he played was like too crazy. Like you, oh yeah, you practice violin for a bit, right? Yeah, a complete beginner though, disclaimer. Um, but <laughs> yeah, like his, even the, because he's also written some um, pieces where even like violins today when they practice it, like they find that's like some of, among the, the hardest pieces to to play, I guess, um, both correctly and with the correct expression, right? Um, just because there's, like, the, the movements that you have to do with your left hand and, I guess, also the bow hand and everything. But, yeah, he was known as the devil's violinist. That was his, like, street name. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um he actually, I, I think I've heard, we talked about him like some years ago. I don't remember how um, this uh, violinist, um, uh, what's his name? Paganini. There we go, Paganini. Oh my God, his name has Pagan in it. <gasps> totally it's true. <laughs> Didn't he have a condition? Um, some type of syndrome. Yeah, he had a condition. Oh, oh yeah, like the... Fingers. The vert, not vertebrates, vertebrates on your back. Um, the joints. I, wait, no, was it him? Like his joints were like. I'm looking more... right now. Oh, his fingers. His fingers were extra long. Oh, extra. <laughs> wow, at least. I guess I found out. I checked it really quick, and his he had extra long fingers, and he was like super like lanky, and he had very long fingers, and he could play the this three octaves in one hand. Can you explain that? What it's like playing three octaves? I think you just have to have like a very, like you have to be very flexible, be able to reach separate parts of the the violin with your left hand, the ones that are on the string. Like you have to stretch them out like very far in order to be able to do that. I think, and I don't know if even like let's say, I would be able to even stretch out that far. That's what she said. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> this brings me to actually the um, the story of Robert Johnson. He seems to have also, well, aside from the legend of him doing this pact with the devil for his uh, abilities, there is also um, the su- I guess uh, uh, it's not a suggestion. What's the word? There is also it is also believed that he had the same syndrome as Paganini. Oh, he okay. had extra long fingers, mm-hmm. and this actually causes some, uh, uh, what's it called, uh, more likely to suffer from a heart condition. With, and you have big hands? As well. <laughs> what? <laughs> like a syndrome, not just random big hands. Like <laughs> Oh, so like it's tied to a specific syndrome. Yeah, it's a specific syndrome that gives you extra long fingers. And, like, I'm talking about not just big hands. Like, you know, there was no official diagnosis. But this could account for the fact that he died very young at 27 years old. Oh, my God. It's horrible. He just, 
quick yes sorry just quick note on like the whole big hand thing there's also a pianist uh or composer i don't i guess both um Rachman, Rachmaninoff. his hands uh -huh. were like extremely huge where when he stretched out from the pinky to the thumb he has a hand span of 12 inches wow yeah that's like a whole ruler yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's how I measure inches <laughs> by remembering what the ruler was when I was in school. Wow. Yeah, like stretch out your hand in front of you and it's like just half a ruler is like six inches. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, so I guess when you have, I guess, kind of like a physical dis uh, predisposition to something. Mm -hmm. So he... So Johnson, as I told you, he died at 27 years old, making him part of the 27 Club. Oh, wow, okay. Mm -hmm. Is, um, um, what's his name? Yeah. The Doors guy part of that? Yes. Oh. The one that my husband said is uh, the singer from Aerosmith. Yeah. <laughs> he had all the difference. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do I want to remove that because I'm just ashamed? <laughs> <laughs> There's two strikes so far, at least. Yeah, it's like it's like oh my god, you hate him or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so for Robert Johnson, there was no official uh, what's it called uh, autopsy. No formal autopsy was made, mm -hmm. um, but they just examined him and uh, they wrote down his death as undetermined oh, okay so no cause of death is known yet mm -hmm. or was known yes um it seems i kind of got lost now people think that maybe he had a congenital syphilis and that made him more i guess sickly mm -hmm. it is thought to be part of the reason why he was he had a predisposition to maybe having a sudden heart attack or a stroke and also like it said um the <clears throat> the condition of having his the the one that affects his hands as well but it seems to be that people kind of like to spice things up a little bit so just as his talent was made to be seen as having some type of sinister origin a sinister beginning uh what's it called yeah origin um also his death has been made into kind of legend um so it is said that in short he was murdered by a jealous husband of a woman that he had been flirting with extramarital affair now another one is that uh, another uh, account by a contemporary blues, blues musician uh, said that Johnson actually had been flirting with a married woman at a dance and she gave him a bottle of whiskey poisoned by her husband. Uh, so I guess that's kind of like a more detailed account of this whole thing. Mm -hmm. And they said that he took the bottle and started to feel sick and then and then he just died three days later. Uh, 
a convulsive state of severe pain, it is said. Oof. And he died at 27 years old, poisoned. Now, actually, this brings me to a family story. I don't know if you heard about this. My mom's uncle, he died really young, like at 27, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Um, from grandma or grandpa's side? Grandpa. Grandpa's side. And it is also said that he was poisoned by... Oh, yeah. By right? a jilted lover or something? Yeah. Because he was uh, apparently very good looking. And, you know, Grandpa was a really good looking guy. Yeah. <laughs> and his brother was supposed to have been very good looking too. But he wasn't uh, like a serious type of person. Like, you know, Grandpa was kind of seen as like a really serious, kind of like a stiff, you know, kind of like that a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um but his brother was really flirty and very handsome, and he was, I guess, um, I don't know, it, allegedly having some type of uh, affair. Affair? No. Liaisons. Ooh. Fancy. <laughs> yeah. With uh, women, and one of them, as you said, poisoned him because he suddenly died. He just dropped dead. Drop that. I mean, he just died suddenly. He was healthy and everything. Mm -hmm. And he was very young. He was 27 years old. It just reminded me of that. Yeah. Now for explaining, you know, if you want to say that the devil pact is maybe not the real reason why he was uh, such a virtuoso all of a sudden. Um, it is uh, also another story um, that it said is that actually, you know, when he disappeared, he actually went to... Another musician's place, uh, Zimmerman. Uh, he was a guitarist who would do something that maybe is considered kind of creepy. He would go play at a graveyard every night. This is something he did do. Okay. His mentor. He was said to have practiced guitar in graveyards at midnight because he said that the de the devil, the dead will always listen to you and not complain. Mm. He always always had an audience that was good. And Robert Johnson went to practice with him, and that's where he spent this whole year. You know, and that's when he returned back, just much better. Mm -hmm. So he developed, he polished his skill over there. Now, the reason why uh, maybe people talk about the whole devil thing is because this is apparently not a new thing, uh, especially the crossroads devil. It goes back to ancient Greek tradition. The whole thing with the crossroads, it seems, it seems that anywhere that people have had the opportunity to make like a city develop and anything like that that has a crossroads, there has been some type of story about the crossroads being some type of, let's say, uh, a portal where two places cross. And I guess there's some type of superstition about that. Mm -hmm. And this kind of mixes with uh, West African traditions, as it tends to happen, Christianity, and in this case, like West African spiritual traditions, they mix and they do things like how zombies start from that type of mix. You know, the idea of zombies. Um, and the same thing is uh, there is a tradition, spiritual tradition of this thing called the Loa of the Crossroads. Along the years, it started to make its way, this, this uh, tradition, it started to make its way through the American South, where, as we know, is the beginning of the blues music <clears throat> of the blues and uh, of course this all attributes to making this legend you know 
uh, I guess we catch some traction. Traction. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a bummer that maybe it is not the devil. <laughs> maybe it's just a man. <laughs> maybe it's just a man who was very skilled. He had a predisposition physically and uh, he linked into it, as you said, as really good, let's say, marketing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm just wondering, like, how much that man must have practiced to get to that point in just a year. Maybe a, it could be a story of, as you said, just pre, like, how to be of drive, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And not the devil. So... Yeah, I mean, one year sounds, that's, now that I'm thinking one year, that's like very, that's too little time to have such a big change. People, they have, uh, people have a lot of superstitions and it's easier, I guess, to believe, in some way, it's easier to believe that the devil just came to this guy and gave him his powers and this, you know, new guitar <clears throat> than like thinking, oh, you know, he just was very driven and hardworking. Because yeah. also it just makes you reflect on your own life and you're like, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. It's the devil, it's not me. It's I'm, yeah. I'm not the problem. It's just that the devil yeah. is helping others. <laughs> and, yeah. So that is it for his story and why we give uh what's it called we create superstitions so that we don't feel bad about ourselves and our me how mm, pretty much we are. <laughs> that is all for today folks yeah That's, this is making me think like wow i really have to get back on the uh, violin practice man <laughs> hey if you practice really or you know what you could just call the devil over go to a crossroads to find crossroads somewhere at night, there's some over there near your house, right? Do crossroads? Take your violin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But oh, I'm saying, like, it? do crossroads, do they work better if there's, like, train, ra train uh, railroads? Um, oh, you're trying to see which one will be more likely to actually yeah. get the devil there? Which one do you think he'd pay um, more attention to, you know? Well, uh... Well, you could just uh, go, take your violin, and uh, just draw a okay. pentagram. And uh, what could you be doing? What does the devil like? You could <laughs> just have sex. What <laughs> <laughs> the? At the crossroads on top of a pentagram with your violin. <laughs> and uh, I'm pretty sure that just... All black <laughs> no, he'll have no choice, right? He'll have no choice. He's gonna be yeah. like, "Damn it, Carol! Okay, what do you want? What do you want from me? <laughs> Would you use up your 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 skills on the violin, really? What I what happens? Would you just like really be like, you know, this is the skill that I want to get from you? This is well, what I, mean, I want I was, to get from I you. I was thinking like, it was just violin. like musical skills that he was offering, you know. I, oh, okay. Because what yeah. is end game, right? Oh, what is a good thing for us that is bad for society? Uh, money. Uh, 
the lottery, and then you could invest in something <laughs> bad. <laughs> so, um, this is a lesson for you about what to do. <laughs> and everybody else, um, try this and let us know if you are contacted by the devil. I would like to know what he looks like. You know, maybe he looks, according to your race, what it is, like Santa oh. Claus. You know? Yeah. <laughs> or like Jesus. <laughs> well, as we know, Jesus is He obviously has like long flowing auburn curls. <laughs> it looks at the guy from the Bee Gees. <laughs> I saw that music video yesterday and he's like walking through like this kind of dystopian looking uh, place with the two other two guys. And he's just wearing these white tight pants and just he looks like what Jesus would look like <laughs> in some of these. <laughs> really? Talking about that just reminded me. Um, there is a Catholic church. I think it was probably the first one built around this area here. Um, it's in uh, Kamakura. Oh, okay. It's a place in Japan. And uh, it's on the way to this uh, really famous old temple that my in-laws always go to and uh, we all go to together uh for the first year for the, it's like at the beginning of the year people do like the first visit to the temple here and uh it's a shrine and uh well it's a temple or shrine. i think this is like a combined yeah it's a shrine it's a shrine sorry and right on the way there's this uh, really old uh, catholic church and uh just out of curiosity i went in there and uh, it, w it was not mass, so I could walk in. And there was, like, paintings. And they had Jesus looking Oh, Asian. really? And it was, yeah, it was like, oh, wow. It was just interesting. I'm going to have to Google that. Yeah, and it was it was him and, I think, apostles. I, I don't exactly know. There was some other characters other characters there's other <laughs> there's other people in the paintings and he just looked you know asian and i was like oh that makes sense mm. but i had never thought about it it's interesting yeah so we start off with the devil and we end up with asian <laughs> jesus there's like pictures <laughs> you know i'm searching asian jesus and then there's just like a picture of stephen aoki Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. hair is, like, super long. <laughs> I always thought he looked like Asian Jesus. Oh, really? Too. Yeah. He looks like the one that's on the wall on the Catholic church here. Oh. Okay, and I also just researched, the, not researched, just searched up the Korean Jesus, and I think you sent this to me, right? You sent this to me, right? Because I think I remember. A long time ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's, like, really... <laughs> jacked <laughs> the title of like the article or whatever for that picture it says did jesus work out too much <laughs> <laughs> there is this um actually uh there is this uh, meal supplement or dietary supplement or this thing to make you go on a diet i'm not sure exactly why but it's something related to that i saw it here in, uh, in Japan, and it's called uh, mm -hmm. Jesus Body. <laughs> I don't know what what is trying to be accomplished there. Like really, really, I had to double take a, do a double take, and I was like, 
what like what <laughs> what is Jesus' body yeah, i'm gonna look it up right i now think he see. would be the farthest from like buff at that point in time <laughs> didn't he do like the 40 day like fasting <laughs> <laughs> he's like the original intermittent fasting person <laughs> I don't think There's he like would have bulked up that quickly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's this thing called... Uh, there's this thing about the... There's this thing where it's the, it is said that Jesus' tomb is actually in Japan. Oh, wow. It's like I'm going to another topic right now. Let me see. It's uh, in the remote... A village of Shinko, it says. Um, that is where it is said that uh, like the tomb of Christ is. And it's actually a main attraction there. And if you're driving down the road, you can see. I'm going to send you the picture. There it is. Tell me what you see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's one of those blue driving signs. And it has, yeah. Yeah, highway. Yeah, yeah. It has like four different directions. So to the north, to the west, to the east, and then one of the bottom notes going to the east, I mean to the west, says Christ's grave. <laughs> yes. And that is how you get to Christ's so that's grave. An, on an actual billboard like yeah. driving it's a, thing. It's officially like somebody in the government in the Department of Transportations approved this. <laughs> <laughs> I have never been there. I have heard about it, um, but I yeah, don't get it is confirmed how hmm? they would have gotten his body all the way there because hmm. it's an island, right? Okay, I found the explanation. According to the legend, it is said. Oh, uh, there's a sign, and there's a sign at the graveyard site. Um, it says, translated from Japanese. I didn't translate it. I'm reading it. It says, uh, "When Jesus Christ was 21 years old, there's to answering your question. He came to Japan and pursued knowledge of divinity for 12 years. Oh, the missing. No, that's not the missing years of Christ. 12. Did he go missing when he was 12? Was not adding up. I never read the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> you just drew on it. <laughs> Go back to the Santa Claus episode. Is that the Santa Claus one? That you talk about how you uh, defaced mom's uh, Bible. Bible that she got when she did her first communion when she was like 10? Probably. That she brought from the old country? Yeah, that was probably the Santa one. <laughs> did he draw on Adam's I, I drew on his peen. <laughs> Why? I have no idea. But I drew like a little, I don't know, like a dot or like some squiggle. Like just, but like, it's like the whole, this whole painting of Adam and Eve in what is it called? The Garden of Eden. Eden. <laughs> I didn't want to say something completely wrong. <laughs> yeah. And then the only pen mark I did on that one was just on the peen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh yeah. oh my god i'm just saving the 
file of your recording and I wanted to write it P because <laughs> I'm distracted. So I actually wrote it Johnson and I realized Johnson is another euphemism. Is it? <laughs> Ooh, another one to the add Johnson, to my list. Yes. So you have a list of penis yeah. names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are you saving it up? Are you saving all this sin so that you can go to the crossroads? In New I mean, <laughs> with my artwork on that Bible, I think my name's already on that <laughs> hell list. So. You should take that Bible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He will, he will, the devil will probably appear because you'll see the evidence, right? Yeah. Okay, so going back to Jesus Christ on uh, Jesus Christ, Jesus uh, Christ's uh, graveyard in Japan. It says, uh, well, okay, so when he was 12, uh, 21 years old, he came to Japan and pursued knowledge of divinity for 12 years. He went back to Judea. Is that up? I don't even know. That just sounds wrong. I'm not <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> Is that just my brain like <laughs> short circuited for a second? It's, <laughs> These are not my words. This is what it says in the Japanese the explanation sign. Mm -hmm. At age 33 and engage in his mission. However, at that time, people in Judea uh, would not accept Christ's preaching. Instead, they arrested him and tried to crucify him on a cross, right? Didn't they achieve their goal? What source? As far is as this? I know. <laughs> oh shit! Is this gonna be a like? Yeah. Like a, what's it called? A twist here? <laughs> Screw the devil story. No, this one is the important <laughs> one here. Um. Okay. All right. So, I haven't read this, so I'm just I'm going along with you in this journey. Instead, they arrested him and tried to crucify him on a cross. Oh shit. His younger brother, oh my god, okay, his younger brother, Isuki? Oh my god, he's Japanese? He's Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the, Jap the English says Isuki, I-S-U-K-I-N, which is, I'm going to try to see if it's in... Uh, in the writing that implies foreign word because jesus is written in the i guess writing system that implies it's a foreign word and now i'm looking for the iskin thing look i searched up iskin on google and just thinks that i was trying to write insulin <laughs> like iskin doesn't even pop up i wrote just iskin and it says insulin then i wrote iskin jesus and it says insulin jesus and there's t-shirts about insulin and jesus <laughs> Where there's a teacher that says all I need is insulin and Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, is this a conspiracy theory that we're revealing here? That Jesus had a Japanese brother? <laughs> Wait. What website is this? <laughs> <laughs> insulin Jesus. Is King is written in Katakana, which Isu implies it's a, it's a writing kiri. system. Wait, what? Oh my god. Isukiri. It looks like kiri, but I think it's maybe the writing that it's kind of uh, funny looking. But in the... What's it called? Oh, I'm stupid. I just can't read. Yeah, yeah it's Isukiri. Isukiri. Uh, okay, I don't know anything. Apparently, because I'm finding out I don't know anything. Okay, so his younger, younger brother, Isukiri... He's Japanese. Casually. You can't. 
It's written in the system that kind of implies it's a loan word from a foreign language, but it sounds really Japanese to me. Iskiri does not sound like a name of Jesus's area. <laughs> Hold on. At the time. Um, there's this paragraph. Okay. According to the family of Sajiro Sawaguchi, Jesus Christ did not die on the cross at Golgotha. Instead, it was his brother, Isukiri. Jesus fled via Siberia and Alaska oh, to the Mutsu province of Tohoku, Japan, with a lock of hair from his mother and one of Isukiri's ears. Okay, so how did he get to Siberia and Alaska? So he's supposed to be in the Middle East, and it says he fled via Siberia and Alaska to the Mutsu province of Tohoku. So he got from the Middle East, went through the Siberia and Alaska to get to Japan. I mean, from what I read here, it says from the actual sign explaining the about the legend of the grave. Um, it says a Christ who escaped the crucifixion, uh, as you said, went through the ups and downs of travel and again came to Japan. He again. Oh, yeah, because he was here in like study abroad. <laughs> so he's. <laughs> Hey, I'm not. This is not me. That's what the sign says. <laughs> it was a transfer. Like he settled right here in what is now called Herai Village and died at the age of 106. Wow. On his on this holy ground, there is a dedicated there is dedicated a burial mound on the right to deify Christ and a grave on the left to deify Isukiri. The above description was given in a testament by Jesus Christ. So this is, like, real? According, like, it is saying this is actually Jesus. Oh, man. Okay, so there's a plaque, and it's laid on the floor between the two tombs, and it is written in Hebrew. And it says, this plaque is a gift from the city of Jerusalem. <gasps> okay. As a token of friendship between the state of Israel the city of Jerusalem and Shingo. Wow. Um, this article is saying, the documents that revealed this great story were discovered in 1936 and conveniently destroyed during World War II. Still, there is a reproduction found in the museum along with a three-volume English translation that you can view. Wado Kosaka, who transcribed the original Takenouchi documents, also later became notorious in the 1970s for contacting a UFO on live television. His documents don't wow. just tell the story of how Jesus came to Japan, but also how human ancestors arrived from outer space. Okay. Um, yeah, so that is where we leave today. <laughs> <laughs> Anything to um, say? I guess everyone should think very deeply and carefully about what power you would want the devil to give you. Um, just in case the occasion mm -hmm. arises, you know, you never know. And also Footloose 2000 sucks. <laughs> yeah, you can skip that one. Watch the watch the 80s one. 80s, 80s. With Kevin Bacon. To who I'm connected yeah. in only three yeah. steps. Uh, we know famous people. Yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. So, so. Um, and stay tuned for next time where I'm pretty sure, I don't know, Kevin Bacon might be yeah. on. Um anytime soon uh stay tuned for that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes and instagram is it got weird podcast 
and our Reddit is and then it got weird. So, you know, feel free to reach out to us through any of those platforms. Um, especially if you have your own stories that you want to share, we'd be we'd be more than glad to, you know. And you can write us an email. It got weird the podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. If you play an instrument, practice. <laughs> <laughs>